Welcome everyone, welcome to... Oh, well what a fucking load of shit that was. <laughs> welcome to... Oh, review it yourself. Again, recording live from Italy. So apologies to the, uh, the sound, we're in like a, an apartment that's like, like a really high roof, hasn't it, and the echoes. It's just... got a, a massive ceiling that's, all five metres tall. What's that, feet? Uh, more than two. Right, okay. <laughs> I, I genuinely um, don't know. <laughs> I know, do you know, it's about 12 feet, maybe. Well, whatever, anyway. So, um, might as well just continue this discussion about the apartment, because it's better than this film. <laughs> it's dreadful, honestly. So, we're watching Kong Skull Island. I thought Sean was just having multiple heart attacks with the amount of sighing and heavy breathing he was hearing. <laughs> but, uh, I think it was the uh, quality of the film that was causing that. Oh, obviously this film forced me to drink. <laughs> Tenants, super strong lager, nine percent volume. But I've been so sick by the film, I haven't even finished one. What have you been drinking, dear? <laughs> I've been drinking uh, Peroni. Peroni, oh. The higher class drink than the... Uh, Tenants, super strong lager. lager. Yeah. Biro Doppio Malto. Nice. So, I mean, I've actually taken a few notes, but it's just going to be me moaning, let's be you honest. You see, I've taken quite a lot of notes, and I think that um, sums up the, the film. It's Jack's back, by the way. Hi guys, I'm back. <laughs> um, so the, the amount of notes kind of sums up the uh, the film in that it's it re- well, it was more that it reflects the amount the, the the significantly high number of scene changes we have throughout the oh. film. They they don't stick to one scene for more than about five minutes. It's ridiculous. And what was with the song? Did they have a song quote for this film? It's oh, it must. Have it's like it just ended, there's, there's no room for anything to breathe, and I know. Well, I liked it at the, at the start, and then it just got a bit. Yeah, because you felt like it was doing what a lot of films quick. used to do, where they'd build up, like, you know, they'd have a bit of a montage, bit of music, build up the story. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But then to have nah. that continue on through the whole film... There was, there was no story. This was written by a teenager for a teenager. It's a very literal film that it's just shit. explains exactly what's happening and then it follows a classic script and it just does stuff. This thing's moving! <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, though, it, did, it didn't go for, like, if it had gone full snakes on a plane and just been like, look, well, we know what we've got, we know what we're going. <laughs> well, not just, just sitting there, you know, a bit, bit of a gore, just went for it, but, because this annoys me more because it, it, there was, like, there was an opportunity there with the story they were trying to tell, but the direction was so poor, the script's really poor, the lighting, which I'm sure you'll get to, was dreadful, absolutely dreadful. It's just a teenage action movie just, with monsters it, in it crap. For, for teenagers. It's just, and... You've got, um, <laughs> I mean, just right from the beginning, there was just, not even plot holes, like, you know, it, it's, you don't want to be too pernickety when you're reviewing films, because after all, it's a film, right, so just let certain things go. But when they're so blatantly stupid, like, it insults you as, like, somebody watching it, like, where does he get that massive samurai sword from? The oh, Japanese guy at the beginning... Well, Obviously, all Japanese guys in World War Two carry massive samurai swords about ten meters long in the plane. Well, what the little fighter plane? Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, he has another sword that he pulls out later. This ceremonial dagger. Well, I mean, I'd have bought him carrying that. And why doesn't he use his gun? He only shoots one shot at the guy. Oh no, he, he fires his oh, gun. Honestly, it's flipping stupid. But, yeah, at the start, I think the Japanese guy should have sliced the Americans' fingers off. When well, he if he'd have pulled the knife back, in exactly. Oh, We're rolling just... over, and then the story wouldn't have happened, and we could have gone to bed early. Uh, honestly, it was just, just, oh, fuck. it was, and it just stole from all over the place. I mean, nuclear tests trying to kill someone. It was just like Godzilla nineteen ninety eight. 
you've got, I mean, to be fair, you've got um, Toby uh, Kebble as chaplain. He's an English actor who played the Geordie in Warhorse. So I kind of, oh, okay, didn't mind the cast. And then just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, Brie Larson turned up. Is that Fred Flintstone? It's the woman. No, that's oh, John Goodwin. Oh, the Brie Larson. <laughs> she, she can't. Who's, which, who's Fred Flintstone then? He was the guy with Corey Hawkins who's barely in it now. Uh, I, I, the, the part of that monarch, that like. this, this, it's 1973, this monarch is... Uh, not the failed airline. The, uh, <laughs> the this stu- stupid like, I don't know, secret. It's it's all just Marvel by name. They're trying to do this this extended monster verse thing. They've even dragged poor Samuel L. Jackson along. I mean, Brie Larson. I haven't seen loads of her films, but I'm yet to see a film in which she acts. There wasn't well, much acting in the entire film. Well, no, I mean, uh, yeah, maybe that's uh, too harsh, but no, I just, I saw no, her in it and thought, oh, Christ, because I know what role... Oh, sure, there was anyway. no real character development. There was no kind of... I never felt attached to any of the characters. There was just that many of them. Yeah. It, they just felt expendable. A bit like the helicopters, oh. which went from five on top of the On, top on of the, the deck and that massive one at the and front. And then all of a sudden we had like 11 plus helicopters. It's ridiculous. The helicopters are blown up left, right and... Can't say, the, can't say the normal phrase, but... Uh... Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said at the beginning, there's just... <laughs> there was the bit, it just got more and more stupid. Like, some, I mean, sometimes I can go with the stupid film, but when it's so stupid, it's like, right, you're not even trying now. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, there's a perpetual storm system around the island. Well, no, that's fine. I, like, I, don't, I don't mind a bit of, like... In, per- in perpetuity, a storm so, in that's perpetuity. Fine. That's fine. That, that's, the no, fi- that's, that's fine. That's the film logic. The film logic sets... Something like that up for that is it's reasonably believable. You can go along with it. And it, it was good that they explained, obviously, you know, they're not going to have good radio communication because of the storm and, and things like that. But it did get a bit out of hand. <laughs> but it was just... going back to... Um, I will say it does have a really good post of this film. And it just didn't live up to it. I mean, it was just a bit of film. The film, you know, when you want to describe this film in one word, it's just a mess. It was a bit of a you mess. Know, it was... CGI helicopters getting swatted left, right and centre. There's, there's no impact to any of it. There's no weight to any of it. Samuel Jackson's like, you've killed my men. It's like, well, we've met them two minutes ago. I mean, the, you know, the Vietnam War's ended. You know, peace with honour in Vietnam, right? Nixon's speech. They, they, they're all leaving. They could have been sort of really interested in that in terms of like, make it... Because there was one scene in it where I thought, oh, you know what? If you'd have gone this way with it, it'd been really good. You know the scene where that big spider thing pops up and oh, slices like that the, guy? I like the spider. I was that like, was right, really good. That bit's really... Like, that bit's really good. So if they'd gone more like down that route of like having these guys, they don't get told anything. Like, we don't have any of the set up a monarch. They, would, they just say to these guys, look, the war's ending. We've got a special assignment for you. are on this island. They get there. Like, what the hell is this? They tell them... Yeah, know, a bit you more know, confusing for them. Well, yeah, rather good. than everything yeah. being told to you, like... I mean, I've, I've, I've told bedtime stories to my flipping five-year-old niece that weren't as insulting to my intelligence as <laughs> shit. It's really bad, like, really bad. No, it's even more confusing. This film actually did surprisingly well. <laughs> it did, like, over 500 million. Now, I don't usually talk about money, it's, right, but it did over 500 million and got, and got relatively positive reviews. I mean, what, what, nah. what the fuck are people watching? For me, it's... Are uh, standards that low now? It's, it's a five out of ten film. It, it's... Somewhere you'd watch if you've got nothing better to watch on a Sunday afternoon um, and you wanted an action film. I, I'd give this a two out of ten. Oh. Oh, no, honestly, I thought it was awful. Brutal. No, no, I thought it was, I'm sorry. But the writing was dreadful as well. I mean, it, it's so chocked full. Like, I don't know if you'll 
get what I mean by this. But, but like, it's so chock full of like that Marvel humor, you know, stuff yeah, like. It wasn't done. It wasn't even done well. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, I'm not having to go Marvel. Like, they generally most of the time, by in the past couple of years, it, it used to really work that kind of broad humor. But this, I mean, that scene where it's like, are you, uh, you going to get up and do something? He's like, well, uh, we just got to, like, the guys just stood there, like, right, like, we just got attacked by a, a monkey the size of a, a, a building. And the guy's like, yeah, that was a bit of a strange encounter. And I'm like, what, 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 you, what you, people don't talk like this. Oh, it was just, honestly. There were some good bits, like the, um, the severed arm in the sunset. I thought that was pretty good of the, uh, King Kong throwing a tree through the uh, helicopter windscreen. There were some good bits. Yeah, like, there were some decent ideas in there, yeah, but... Yeah, it was messily put together. Really messily put together. And to be fair, the CGI... I, mean, I, can, I don't really want to compliment CGI, but Industrial Light and Magic did a decent job on Kong himself. Yeah. Donnie looked brilliant in the beginning with the face, but I think later on he, he looked a hell of a lot better. But I don't know whether they spent that much money on him. The rest of it just didn't make sense. And I'm sure there's one part of it where one of those helicopters changes mid-flight as it's crashing. Because that's, that's not the right helicopter. About 10, about 10, 10 other helicopters. Oh, honestly? One, like, and then how many people... I mean, did you see some of them crashes? And they're all like, oh, crawling out. I'm like, nah, really? Dead. <laughs> really? Dead. Everyone's dead. Um, like I said before, the spider scene was decent. We just dropped the shitty Marvel-type humour. And go for proper, you know, like I said before, horror, unknown, tense, make it. Yeah, I just felt it was it was a bit too simple and straightforward. Yeah. It, there was no mystery to it, no character development. It was just, oh, go fight a monkey on an island, there's some more monsters, and then we go home. And, like, you see the tribes people, and there's, like, there's no real story there other than nope. they meet them, and, nope. all right, okay, there's some tribes people, let's go, see you later, bye. Yeah, it's just... Uh, no, the characters don't have anything. There's the tracker guy who doesn't track anything. There's the photographer who, who she's just Takes useless. Some photographs and that's about it. <laughs> I mean, I, let's be honest. She she's only there to have like a female lead in the film, isn't she? Dude. She's not there. And, and I, I'd, Carl, say, I'd say she didn't really lead much, but then none of the characters led. No, much. she's she's not there for any other reason than to, to be Kong. You know. Kong look like looks after her a bit. Oh, just... Well, that's it. He does, doesn't even look after her that much. <laughs> oh, honestly, it was just like I mean, you get this is part of I don't know if you, if you know Jack. This is part of like this monster verse. So it, it went from Godzilla, you know, the twenty fourteen one, and then Kong the twenty seventeen one, and then you had Kong I versus. Seen either of those. I've seen the two. Godzilla's Godzilla's all right. You know? I saw the two thousand two thousand three Kong. King yeah, King Kong. Yeah, Jack. Well, Peter Jackson. So. That's a bit more up my street, and like the the cinematography was more more grungy oh, and dark and more, you know, you felt like you were in this uh, this mysterious island, and yeah. then it was you know creepy. Whereas this was just everything was brightly lit, and even the fight where they go down to um, where King Kong's parents died, and there's all that green smoke, and that's really brightly lit. And then they've got this camera flash going off and the flamethrower. That was in the dark. Yeah, yeah. And you know this like dark like green mist that you could hardly see through and you've got the flamethrower light and stuff up. and these random flashes everywhere they don't know where it is and where's it exactly. gone exactly a bit like Riddick that's yeah, a good film yeah but they, they, they just pissed it up the wall. wall you've got yeah, pardon my French but you've got you, you, it was just a, it was just a mess and then what was even worse was that like it was just insulting like you just you're watching it and then they go out like Tom Hiddleston's character picks up a gas mask runs into the gas with short sleeves on and throws his gas mask off throws halfway, his gas through. halfway through and you're like well Gas just doesn't doesn't just attack your uh, your lungs; it attacks your skin. You don't and know the nature of this magic green gas, Sean. It could just attack the lungs and not the skin. And then there's just stuff exploding all over the place. It's it's like 
this film was wrote backwards. It's like they went, I want a, a, a visual of like Kong and these 1970s helicopters flying towards yeah. the sunset. Right, and I want this visual and I want that visual. The be- Funny enough, the best part of the film for me, apart from the, fu- the last fight scene between Kong and the Muto thing, which is pretty cool. Apart from that, the best parts of the film are when Kong isn't in it and these random like animals start turning up. This film has essentially been written by somebody who's made a storyboard and they've gone and filmed the storyboard and gone, oh, shit, we've never made a script. <laughs> who just who just filmed a storyboard? Yeah. It just felt like a mashup of, like, better done films, Jumanji, Journey to the Centre of the Earth, King Kong, Godzilla 1998, and it's not even anywhere near as good as them. And that's saying something, because Godzilla 1998 isn't exactly universally loved. But good it's God, Godzilla! It's Godzilla, isn't it? I don't know, I've not seen it. Have you not? <laughs> I don't think so. Should have put that on. But, um, I mean, like you said, there's nothing wrong with a straightforward film. Like The Mummy, one of my favourite films. Oh, that, that's not exactly sure. difficult. It's not exactly... I mean, <laughs> they, they find a mummy, they resurrect him, they sort it out, he, he dies again. Like, this, it's not particularly difficult to follow, as so I'm not saying I need for being, you know... The Untouchables are bloody... What's the yeah, there was, there was no nuances with the characters. It was very straightforward, and they told you exactly what they're doing and who they are and what they were, as if it was written for idiots to watch that couldn't understand any subtext or... Anything. It was just dreadful. I mean, I mean, I was saying, you know, and then and then there was just F, it was just like, just songs. Just <laughs> did they have a bunch of songs that they had to put in? It did feel like they were just ramming songs. There were some good songs in there, but it did just feel like they were just ramming them in for the sake of it. Yeah, I mean, what? I, think, what sorry. I don't know. I think I've run out of things to mourn at. <laughs> this has just become a mourn fest. <laughs> Uh, the Americans are very American and the English are very English is what I've got written down but that kind of standard it, it goes back to the fact there's no real character development no the only one I cared about was John C. Riley as the downed American airman yeah so I, I didn't care about anybody else but I was expecting him to sucker punch me with his death so I'm, I'm quite glad that didn't that would have been good that would actually been good really? well yeah because it was like you, you actually don't expect him to die that would piss me off even more the only one I care about <laughs> Yeah, Anything else? No. Well, the grenade guy had a good effort. The, yeah, I know. Well, that just annoyed skull, me again. Skull cruncher, crusher, the skull crusher. The skull, yeah. So the skull crusher muncher thing. That, that has eaten everybody else. And then it's like, oh, like, does it recognise the grenade? It, it just, I was just thought, I'll go away. But yeah, it's a good... But that would have been good. He, you know, he kills it and Kong realises that, oh, whatever, I don't know. He just didn't know what he wanted to do. I remember at one point I said to you, I don't know what half these characters are doing. Cut them, go to the boss. Cut them, go here. Cut them, go there. You don't see it some other people for ages. Samuel L. Jackson is just like, oh well, like oh he's losing his mind, and then and then he stands there and he gets squashed. And it's like, all right, fair enough. I mean, just 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 bugger off. Just go away. I don't I don't ever want. I honestly, I I'd seen this film a few times. You know, like not seen it, but this is my first time watching it. And yours as well. Yeah, I've seen like the DVD in shops or when it came out and. I've seen the poster and I thought, oh, I must catch that at some point. And what a disappointment. And what annoys me even more is it should have been right in my wheelhouse, like with the, the setting of Vietnam, the, the look of it, I think it's a very iconic look of the, the weapons and all that. Kong, it's King Kong, like it's, it's cool. It, you know, it's, it's impressive. And then you get that, you get that shit, and you think, what's this? What, you know, what is, uh, anyway, I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Just... Middle of the road, very, Shit. very, I don't know. I'd watch it on a Sunday afternoon when I'm hungover and got nothing else better to do. 
but I wouldn't choose. I would never watch that again. What would you say if anybody? If you're bored, you can't it. find anything else on Netflix. Give it a watch. If you're going to half watch it in the background whilst you're on your phone, I should have put the mummy on instead. I knew I should have. That would have been it. good. I'd have enjoyed that. Anyway, um, that's that's all we've got for now. Would you like to uh, tell everybody where you're from and the shameless plug? Just plug your Instagram. Nah, not really. Don't fancy it today. You don't want to plug your Instagram? Nah. Okay, well, yeah. Well, if you go over to our Gladiator episode, you will uh, also filmed here, filmed here, uh, recorded here in beautiful Italy. You will find Jack's uh, I'd Rather Jack. Yeah. That's Jack's Instagram. Well, you're going to have to go. It might be, might not be. You're going to have to go and watch uh, the Gladiator podcast and find out. Nicely done. Cheers to everyone for listening. Don't watch this film. Really, please don't watch this film. Ciao. Get it in, get it on, and enjoy the vlog. Welcome to Film Vloggers. Oh, harder, Daddy. The only film review podcast, thankfully, that poses the question, does watching this film feel like flogging a dead horse? There he is, beating that dead horse! Introducing your hosts. First up, her Irish potty mouth turns the air a whole new shade of blue. It's Fiona. Say hello, Fiona. And why the f*** is Dan Mackers doing our intro? I want me gold! That's great. It's great. She's adorable. And your second host needs no introduction. The man, the myth, the legend. Like, I said I'd do this. I said I'd do this for you. I'm not reading this. It's the guy who waffles too much. It's Ben. Cooey! I'm making waffles. So what are you waiting for? Grab your whip, mount your dead horse, and let's get on with the flog, shall we?